Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Demons of the Psyche podcast, scripted, narrated, and hosted by Raheem Fender. Demons of the Psyche is a book series that I have transformed into a podcast that showcases stories about human beings and how they deal with various psychological issues that are often called inner demons. Each week, you will be blessed with a brand new story that is sure to rock your world. Welcome to Demons of the Psyche. <laughs> Chapter 4. Broken Wings. Broken wings, clipped wings, hearts too weak to soar. Things I taught, cold cases sought, and mysteries untold, unfold, soar, soar, soar. My world slowly crumbles. Death's sting creeps closer to my door. My life seems not. Life teaches patience. Age forces time. Peak is the book yet written. Is it the end of the chapter, or does it require a sequel? One might never know unless he walks to journey's end. As my pen hits the paper, vibrations ripple through time, convoluted thoughts as I try to hold on to my sanity. Darkness sets in. Why me? I have so much to give, yet it seems sunset is near. Time, time, tick, tick, tock, tick, 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 tock. Time, time, tick, tick, tock. It doesn't take a lot to see who I really am. If you squint your eyes, take a deep breath, hold for 30 seconds, you definitely see the true me. I've been trying to hide the true me since kindergarten. I believe I knew the true me since age five. Everyone else started seeing the true me at age 16. Raised in the church, I knew God. Rather, God knew me. Since birth, I was taught the importance of memorizing scripture to ward off demons and temptation. But what happens when you're the demon struggling to get out? What happens when you look in the mirror, you see the devil's spawn, Satan's offspring, Lucifer's midnight sunset? It felt like a lifetime that I was being stifled. Black men are taught the importance of masculinity. Never cry, never show fear, and most importantly, never give away your masculinity for anything. It was the only thing you had. Describing me would be describing the Invisible Man. If you've watched The Invisible Man, really great show, by the way. Make a long story short, absolutely nothing to describe. No one knew that I ever existed. Not even teachers knew who I was. Pathetic. Even though I was a stereotypical nerd with a look you shouldn't miss, Huge glasses, braces that constantly had food particles stuck in them. Captain of the chess team. My only friends 
The squirrels that hung out under the tree where I had lunch. Well, maybe they were just there because they knew they'd be getting my leftovers. So yeah, no friends. And oh, oh, did I mention I had a very squeaky voice and my favorite sitcom was The Golden Girls? Leviticus 18 verse 22. You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. I think my pastor was always targeting me when he said this. He always seemed to be able to find me in the congregation. Our eyes became one whenever he said it. Sweat beads filled my brow. I began choking on my spittle, constantly washed with fear and guilt. I looked around if anyone noticed he was singling me out. I ran to the bathroom, washed my face. Try as I might, soap couldn't wash away the dirt. The truth that hid in plain sight. My closeted secret. I was a deviant. Satan's, Satan's love child. I was... Ugh. There has never been a time in my life that I never asked myself, why me? Why couldn't I be normal? Why couldn't I just be normal? Have you ever felt trapped? So trapped you felt stifled, stifled by the world, your community, friends, and family. Knowing you can never truly be who you are around them. So you try to create a character that everyone can appreciate. Just to subdue the crave of acceptance. I have been crying ever since I came into this world, kicking and screaming to be heard, to be seen, not for the facade that you so readily embrace, that you so effortlessly put on a pedestal, but the real me, the true authentic me, the undiluted me. The further you delve into my psyche and life, you'll see I'm just like you. I just... Love different. I remember turning 16. Guess you could say that was my unlucky number. Some would probably say my rebirth number. Remember, I was sheltered. I was a church boy. Never played football or any type of sports. My head was always in the books. I think the books made me get away from reality, if that makes sense. Want to hear a secret? Everyone thinks of sex. I mean everyone, even nerds that are invisible. <laughs> I tried to take my mind off sex, but sex wouldn't leave my mind. I always seemed to have a thing for... When all the other boys were having girlfriends and going on dates, I was sitting at home reading. Truth be told, I was terrified of girls. I did try having a girlfriend, though. Imagine me trying to kiss a girl. <laughs> that scenario was totally horrible. Growing up in a house of six brothers and a macho father never made it any better. Get out of the books. Go get laid. Heard this every day. I attended a Catholic high school. My daily routine Go to school, go home, do homework, then on weekends, church. Pretty normal, boring life, huh? But as fate would have it, 
I wasn't supposed to have a normal life. His name was Cody. He was the only guy that never teased me or made fun of my nerdy traits. He was a jock, captain of the football team, did tracks too. Girls were dying to be with him, and I could see why. He was nothing like me. That one faithful day, I was daydreaming, not paying attention, and bumped into him, knocking his lunch out of his hands. I felt for sure he was going to beat me to the ground. Damn, my lunch! I closed my eyes, anticipating the blow. Hey, bro, you okay? I didn't hurt you or anything. He stretched out his hands and helped me up. His hands were so strong. I felt my heart beating. I tried not to stare, but I couldn't believe I existed to Cody Delaria? Our eyes synchronized and something moved in my body. You're the kid that captains the chess team, right? What's your name again? Wait, he knows me? Do you understand? This is the most popular guy in school? I'm Cody. My friends call me Co. What's your name? Cody? Your name is Cody, too? He asked. I then quickly retorted, uh, No, I, I, I gotta go now. I hurriedly got up and walked away. Stupid, stupid, stupid! <sighs> I thought to myself, Why didn't I try having a conversation? I mean, he was trying to talk to me after all. Nah, that was my mind playing tricks on me. I'm a nobody. Nobody wants to be my friend. Days passed, then weeks. I wished and I prayed that Cody would bump into me again. And it seemed like a lost cause. Until one day, I went to use the bathroom. Felt eyes all over me. When I turned around, it was Cody staring intently at me. I said, hi, held down my head, trying not to stare while trying to walk away. He blocked my path to the exit, walked me down into a corner. I was, I was so nervous. He softly said to me, aren't you going to look at me? I slowly lifted my head without warning. He pressed his lips on my lips. I became stone cold. What was less than a minute felt like eternity. Then reality struck. I remembered my spiritual battles with the devil and pushed him off of me. This time for sure, I know I'm going to get a beat down. He then said, I knew you wanted that. You wanted to kiss me the first day we met. He then turned around and left. Like clockwork, every day, we would secretly meet in the bathroom and kiss. Each day, the kisses got deeper. So deep, I began falling in love. We never had conversations with words, only with our lips. This continued for almost an entire school year. Until one day, we were caught. It just so happens that someone was in the bathroom stall at the end of the room and decided to video us. 
then sent it out to every kid in school. We became viral within minutes. Just imagine, small town and news travels fast. Our entire world was turned upside down. I had to go home and face my parents, my brothers, to look into my mother's beautiful brown eyes as the shame and disappointment sprung tears down her cheeks. I stood at the door of my house, seemed like an eternity, playing and replaying what took place and the damage it had done, the shame and disgrace it brought to my family, knowing full well it wouldn't end well and life would never be the same. But I was more concerned for Cody. He had a beautiful career ahead of him. After all, he, he was a star quarterback. Now he had to face the same issues I had to face. The unending torment of not being normal. Being a deviant. Satan's spawn. A child of the abyss. As I slowly turned the knob and opened the door, I was shocked to see Cody and his father with my parents in the living room. Okay, you little faggot. Explain to your parents that you kissed my son. Cody's father was not here to play games. Tell your parents that you kissed my son and he never expected it. I looked at Cody. His eyes begged me for forgiveness and help. His face numb, so I said it. Yes, sir. That's exactly what happened. Tears filled Cody's eyes. I looked him dead in his soul and comforted him. The way he comforted me with his hugs and kisses. For the first time, I became a man. I understood the true meaning of masculinity. Standing up, holding the world on your shoulders while your feet buckle. I took responsibility for actions that we both played a part in, but I knew that was a manly thing to do. Several years later, after being thrown out and being ostracized by my parents, having to fend for myself on the mean streets, I began prostituting. Living on the streets is no easy task. Eat a meal, find a place to rest. God knows I've tried to do the right thing. I was taken in by my family, a community of fellow broken wings, with no place to truly call home. We found shelter beneath the streets. Isn't that where all waste go? At night, to appease our customers, we dress in female garb, so as to make them feel more comfortable with the ungodly acts they commit. And one night, while working the beat on my usual spot, I felt eyes all over me, slowly pulling me toward him. Are you available? He asked. When I turned around and our eyes became one, I saw the same timid child, speechless. Tears in his eyes, it was Cody staring intently at me. Hi, my name is Raheem Fender. 
author, director, actor, educator, narrator, and creator of the fiction podcast, Demons of the Psyche. Demons of the Psyche is purely fictional and focuses on characters that we all have seen and been around throughout our lives. As with any story, we can all associate and empathize with all their struggles and their pain. And because of this, the stories will come across as real. However, I can assure you, they are all fictional. In further supporting the arts and the artiste, make sure you purchase your copy of the book Demons of the Psyche, currently being sold on Amazon and other platforms.